This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. A 30% chance of isolated afternoon showers and thunderstorms and a high today into the lower 80s. The Tioga County Sheriff's Office has announced on social media that the vulnerable adult who had been missing for almost two weeks has been found deceased. The posting on Saturday on Facebook reads, quote, Sandra Ledford, the missing vulnerable adult that was reported missing to the Tioga County Sheriff's Office, was found deceased in Johnson City this morning. Once again, that was Saturday by the Johnson City Police Department. The missing person investigation by the Tioga County Sheriff's Office Criminal Investigation Division did not indicate any criminal activity. The circumstances of the death are being investigated by the Johnson City Police Department. Sandra Ledford had last been seen at her home in Cander on July 6th and was said to have no family in the area and did not have a cell phone with her. A few days later, the sheriff's office updated the information on the 66-year-old and said Ledford appeared to have a cast on her right leg and her left leg was a prosthetic. She had been seen on store surveillance a few minutes after she had left her home at the Morabito Convenience Store and Gas Station on Route 96 in Owego. In their posting on social media, the Tioga County Sheriff's Office thanked the public and area police agencies for their assistance. WMBF First News Time 606. Broom County officials say the Greater Binghamton Air Show program had to be cut short due to inclement weather. Greater Binghamton Airport Director Mark Hefner says the low cloud ceiling and low visibility prompted a decision to cancel the second day of the weekend event yesterday. In a statement released by the county, Hefner said people who purchase tickets for Sunday may obtain refunds. Those patrons should check the email address used to book the tickets. More information is also being made available on the social media platforms for the air show and the Greater Binghamton Airport. An Ithaca man is to appear in the town of Lansing Court to answer to charges that were filed after a motel room was trashed earlier this month. New York State Police say 29-year-old William McIntosh is charged with felony criminal mischief after a television, lamps, and other items were destroyed in a room at the O'Connell Lodge in Lansing. Troopers say the incident happened on July 11th when McIntosh was staying at the motel. The Ithaca man was issued a ticket to appear in town of Lansing Court at a later date. Several revisions are now in place in New York State's voting rules. Governor Andrew Cuomo Friday signed a sweeping package of reforms that includes eliminating signed absentee ballot applications and changing the deadline to allow a request for an absentee ballot. Voters in New York will now be allowed to request absentee ballots through electronic means and by a letter instead of by a signed absentee ballot application. The reforms also allow for federal write-in absentee ballots, military ballots, special presidential ballots, and special federal ballots that are received after Election Day must be containing a postmark, cancellation mark, or witness that are dated Election Day or earlier. The package also allows candidates who have lost primaries to be taken off ballots under other parties, requires boards of election to post information about changes in polling places on yellow paper at the old polling place on the day of the vote, and increases the number of people allowed to be registered at a single location from 1,150 to 2,000. The old limit was based on how many voters the old lever-operated voting machines could handle. WMBF News Time 608. 
New York Governor Andrew Cuomo wields an $18 million campaign war chest as of mid-2021, but campaign finance filings revealed this week suggest he's seen a dip in financial support since facing accusations of misconduct. The governor's latest campaign finance filings released late Thursday show he raised $2.3 million from January through June. That is down from $4 million in the second half of 2020. Cuomo's been in office since 2011 and is expected to run for a fourth term in 2022. A Republican candidate for New York governor, U.S. Congressman Lee Zeldin, has reported raising $4 million over the first half of this year. Calling hours are being held this afternoon for a man who is a pillar of the region's professional golf tournament. According to an obituary placed by the family, Timothy Myers, a founder of the Dick Sporting Goods Open in 2007 and lifelong employee of Dick Sporting Goods, passed away Thursday at the age of 65. Myers began his job at the Binghamton-based retailer as a teenager and never worked anywhere else. Calling hours are from 4 to 7 at Our Lady of Sorrows in Vestal. A funeral mass will be held at 10 a.m. tomorrow and will be live-streamed at the Our Lady of Sorrows Vestal YouTube site. The family requests those who have not been fully vaccinated against COVID-19 to express their condolences through email. Masks are required. In lieu of flowers, contributions in Timothy Meyer's memory can be made to the Sports Matter Foundation. It's 6.09 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. News Time 6.10. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And a Monday morning, starting a new week, and we have no trouble to report at the moment on area roadways. We'll continue to monitor conditions. Of course, watch out for any work zones that will be set up probably in the next hour or so. Slow down. Give the workers a break. Now, the weather forecast from the National Weather Service on WNBF. Some isolated patchy fog around the area for another hour or so. It will become mostly sunny, generally nice for most of our Monday. Isolated showers this afternoon, maybe a thunderstorm late in the afternoon. High 82 for tonight. Mostly clear. Scattered showers and thunderstorms possible early. Low 62. Tomorrow... Mostly sunny. A slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. High 86 in the outlook for Wednesday. Partly sunny with a chance of showers and thunderstorms. High 77. Right now, it's 60 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 612. And welcome to First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph with Kathy White coming up this hour at 615 Sports, 618 Business, and 620 Dr. Sanjay Gupta. And Dr. Gupta today will be asking the important question, are we finally comfortable talking about our feelings? That's coming up. All that and more on First News Binghamton. News Radio 1290, WNBF, WNBF.com. It's time 6.15. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Rumble Ponies had a tough go of it in Altoona yesterday. They lost to the curve 5-1. to one. They have today off, and then they start a six-game series at home, hosting the Erie Seawolves. 
Game time tomorrow night, 6.35. Mets are putting pitcher Jacob deGrom on the 10-day injured list with right forearm tightness. The right-hander first experienced the tightness before the All-Star game and determined on Friday that he would be unable to make his scheduled start Sunday at Pittsburgh. deGrom underwent an MRI on Friday that confirmed the issue was in his forearm and that there is no structural damage to his elbow. Meanwhile, Mets did uh, prevail in Pittsburgh with a win over the Pirates. They got past the Pirates 7-6. to six. Yankees had a big win at the stadium in the Bronx, defeating the Red Sox 9-1, to one, playing without all-star slugger Aaron Judge and five of his teammates, who also tested positive for COVID-19. New York won its second straight game against Boston after dropping the first seven meetings this year. Boston, which has lost six of eight overall, left town with a half-game lead in the American League East over Tampa Bay and seven in front of the fourth-place Yankees. Meanwhile, the fan who hit Red Sox left fielder Alex Verdugo with a baseball thrown from the Yankee Stadium stands has been banned for life from attending big league games. Red Sox manager Alex Cora briefly pulled his team off the field in the sixth inning Saturday night after Verdugo was struck in the back by a ball thrown from the left field seats. That's the latest in sports from News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 617. Homeward Bound, 237 5397. My job is to make your real estate experience easier. WNBF News Time 618. You're listening to First News right now. 60 in downtown Binghamton, some patchy fog. We're looking for a high today, around 82. Mostly sunny skies. Business news on this Monday morning. Global shares have fallen across the board amid deepening pessimism over rising COVID infections in the Asian area. Oil prices dropped further after oil producing nations agreed to raise production limits. Benchmarks sank in Tokyo, Hong Kong, Sydney, Shanghai, and Seoul. Well, shares are sinking in early trading in Europe. Experts have said Indonesia has become a new epicenter for the pandemic as outbreaks worsen across Southeast Asia. Worries are growing after athletes and staff in Japan for the Tokyo Olympics tested positive for the coronavirus. Many nations have been hit with the more rapidly transmitted Delta variant. Meanwhile, looking ahead to uh, the opening of markets on Wall Street in just over three hours, Dow futures are down 342 points and NASDAQ futures are down 52 points. An investigation by a global media consortium based on leaked targeting data provides more evidence that military-grade malware from Israel's NSO Group, world's most infamous hacker for hire outfit, is being used to spy on journalists, human rights activists, and political dissidents. From a list of 50,000 cell phone numbers obtained by a group called uh, Forbidden Stories and the human rights group Amnesty International and shared with a bunch of news organizations, reporters were able to identify more than 1,000 people in 50 countries who were allegedly selected by NSO clients for potential surveillance. That's the latest in the business world on this Monday morning, WNBF News Time 620. 
This is First News Binghamton. It's time for Dr. Sanjay Gupta, A Better Life, sponsored by UHS. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Are we all finally comfortable talking about our feelings? I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. For far too long, there's been a stigma around mental health. Don't get me wrong. Very few people jump at the chance to talk about problems with their physical health. But for someone to admit they're struggling with depression or anxiety or loneliness, that's proven more difficult. But I think the coronavirus pandemic has actually maybe helped us in this regard. It's made it okay to say that you're not okay, that things aren't social media feed perfect, and to reach out to others for support. I want to challenge you to take the time today to ask someone how they're doing and then to really listen to what they have to say. When someone asks how you are, I'd encourage you to give an honest answer. It's okay to open up, be honest about where you are and also what you need right now. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. In times of fear, World Vision is there for the most vulnerable. For the last 70 years, we've been standing with kids and families through natural disasters, war, and disease, delivering life-saving aid and helping rebuild lives. And with every act of courage, faith, and love, we do more than just stop the spread of fear. We replace it with hope. Learn more at worldvision.org. DIY means sawdust, work gloves, and the right tools. But at the Home Depot, the right tools means more than hammers and saws. It means a mobile app with built-in image search. That's a tool. Access an entire rental department with a swipe. That's another tool. For any project, start to finish, this isn't just DIY. This is doing like never before. This is the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Download our mobile app to get started. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta, every weekday morning at 620 on First News, sponsored by UHS. Coming up at 650, Kim Commando with some tech news, and she focuses today on controversy surrounding the White House, announcing that it's been flagging social media posts, cause for concern. Kim Commando coming up at 6.50. Also, we have a full briefing of the day's important stories. What happened over the weekend and overnight? Kathy White in the WNBF News Center coming up in seven minutes right here on the Monday, July 19th edition of First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph. WNBF News Time 6.20. Don't wait. Text the word money to 813-813 now. By texting in, you consent to receive calls, voice, and text messages using automated technology regarding offers by or on behalf of VantagePoint. WNBF News Time 625. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And a good start for our new work week. We have no reports of serious crashes or anything that should delay you if you're out and about before 6.30 on a Monday morning. The only thing that uh, might be a bit of an issue is fog, patchy fog in some places. It's dense in some places, so do slow down if visibility requires it. 
Otherwise, today is shaping up to be a very nice Monday. It's going to be a calm week, relatively speaking, compared to last week when it comes to the weather. Today, mostly sunny. Isolated showers possible early in the afternoon. Scattered showers and thunderstorms later in the afternoon. High 82. Tonight, mainly clear. Scattered showers and thunderstorms early, low 62. Tomorrow, mostly sunny. A slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 86. And Wednesday, partly sunny with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 77. Right now, it's 60 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. You're listening to First News Binghamton. Remember, we've got the Monday edition of Binghamton Now coming up. And a lot of interesting things later this morning, only on Binghamton Now from News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 627. ABC Entertainment News. Welcome to the Space Jam. The LeBron James fronted sequel Space Jam, a new legacy, scored a slam dunk box office debut, opening in first with $31.7 million. That's about $10 million more than expected, $54.7 million bucks when you add international grosses. I'm done running. That knocks Black Widow into second place. It added another $26.3 million to last week's pandemic record foul for a domestic total of $132 million. The ranch star Ashton Kutcher tells Cheddar News he had a ticket to take the next Virgin Galactic flight to the edge of space, but sold it back to the company after wife Mila Kunis convinced him it, quote, was not a smart family decision to head into space. And away we go. Ian McShane's been locked in to return as the enigmatic Winston opposite Keanu Reeves in John Wick Chapter 4. My name is Dr. Stephen Strange. And Benedict Cumberbatch is 45 Monday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. But not a smart idea to go into space. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of people are going into space now, but I will not be among them. I'll keep my feet planted right here in downtown Binghamton. WNBF News Times 6. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 61 degrees with fog and mist around the area. Fog being a problem through about mid-morning, mostly sunny today. Just a 30% chance of some afternoon scattered showers and thunderstorms, a high in the low 80s. Police in Arizona say a series of attacks yesterday afternoon have ended with five people shot, including one fatally and two or three children missing. Tucson Police Chief Chris Magus told the news outlets that a 35-year-old man is accused of opening fire on an ambulance crew, shooting two paramedics. Then the suspect is accused of driving up to the scene of a house fire and shooting firefighters and neighbors trying to douse the flames. Asian shares have fallen across the board amid deepening pessimism over rising COVID-19 infections in the region. Oil prices dropped further after oil-producing nations agreed to raise production limits. Benchmarks sank in Tokyo, Hong Kong, Sydney, Shanghai, and Seoul. Experts have said Indonesia has become a new epicenter for the pandemic as outbreaks worsen across Southeast Asia. A probe finding spyware was used on journalists and activists worldwide. 
probe conducted by a group of 16 media organizations is based on a leaked list of more than 50,000 mobile phone numbers believed to be targeted by malware from the Israel-based NSO group, world's most infamous hacker-for-hire outfit. The military-grade malware infects phones, allowing the operator to access messages, photos, emails, and location data. The investigation found political dissidents, human rights activists, and journalists were being targeted. In Esdalekwatera, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. WMBF First News Time, 632. A vulnerable Tioga County adult who had been missing for over a week has been found dead in neighboring Broome County. Sheriff's officials on social media thank the public for help in locating 66-year-old Sandra Ledford whom authorities say was found dead at a location in Johnson City. Tioga County investigators say they did not find any indication of criminal activity and the death is now being investigated by Johnson City Police. Ledford, who was last seen on surveillance video at a convenience store on Route 96 in Owego, minutes after she had left her home in Cander on July 6, had what appeared to be a cast on her right leg and her left leg had a prosthetic. Saturday, the sheriff's office posted on Facebook the woman had been found deceased. There has been no statement from the Johnson City Police concerning the death. No injuries are reported after a two-alarm fire damaged a house in Endwell early Sunday morning. Broome County Emergency Services officials say firefighters were called to a home in the 200 block of Hastings Avenue. Shortly after 1.30 a.m. yesterday, firefighters were on that scene for close to three hours. The cause of the fire is under investigation. Officials this morning had no information concerning the extent of the damage to the home. WMBF First News Time, 633. Tompkins County couple is facing weapon charges following a traffic stop in the town of German. New York State Police say a trooper on Shingle Street noticed a vehicle making traffic violations on July 9th and pulled it over. Authorities say their investigation revealed 49-year-old Robert Coleman and 43-year-old Billy Harris, both of McDonough, were in possession of weapons neither was legally allowed to have due to previous convictions. Coleman and Harris are charged with felony and misdemeanor criminal possession of a weapon. New York State's COVID-19 infection rate is now back over 1% on a rolling seven-day average. State officials reported yesterday 1,142 new infections and two deaths and that the state's total COVID cases has now surpassed 2.1 million. This is the first time since the end of May the new infections in a daily report have exceeded 1,000. Current local numbers are harder to come by as most southern tier counties are only providing updated numbers weekly, if at all, and on different days of the week. The local numbers reported by counties do not agree with the New York State dashboard due to different timetables and processes for reporting those numbers. For the most part, the new infections in the southern tier counties have been coming in at under 10 a week, and the death rates have maintained steady. Most of the sprawling Kirkwood facility used for decades by Link and L3 for flight simulation projects is gone in preparation for a package distribution center. The 50-acre site off Industrial Park Drive is being prepared for construction of a FedEx ground distribution center. Workers with Gork Construction have been tearing down the former Link complex in recent weeks and doing extensive excavation work to level the site for the new building. Plans call for a 456,000-square-foot single-story facility. Construction on the building is expected to get underway soon, and the project scheduled for completion in about a year. It's 635 or News Breaks First. News Radio 1290, WMBF, and WMBF.com. News Radio 1290.
morning. It's 6.37. I'm Bob Joseph with Kathy White on First News Binghamton. If you're just joining us, welcome to the new work week. It's Monday, July 19th, 2021. Yep. Yep. The weekend is over. We're in for a great week, I will say, although showers and thunderstorms are likely over the next few days, the type of weather we had to deal with for much of last week is not in the forecast, so it should be a a relatively, a relatively calm week in terms of weather. And as we look toward the end of the week, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday all appear to be sunny. So that's something to look forward to, and we will keep you posted with the latest weather and traffic updates every 15 minutes here on WNBF's First News. Also coming up in just a few minutes, we'll have Monday Morning Sports, the latest business news from ABC, and, of course, Kim Commando with her tech report. Today she is going to focus on concerns about the White House flagging social media posts. What's that about? And why is Kim Commando concerned? That's coming up in a little over 10 minutes here on News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 6 News Time, 640. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290. WNBF. And from the traffic desk, no activity at this time. That's a good sign. But, of course, things can change in the blink of an eye. And if they do, we will let you know. We hear of any delays, any serious crashes that could slow you down on this Monday morning. We will bring them to you immediately on First News Binghamton. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Some patchy fog around the area this morning. Otherwise, mostly sunny today. A few showers and thunderstorms possible this afternoon. High 82. Mainly clear tonight. Scattered showers and thunderstorms early. Low 62. Mostly sunny tomorrow. Some showers and thunderstorms a possibility in the afternoon. And the outlook for Wednesday. Partly sunny with a chance of showers and thunderstorms. High 77. Right now, it's 60 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 641. Coming up, we'll take a look at sports at 645. Business at 648. Kim Commando at 650. And this morning on WNBF, we have uh, some very interesting guests lined up for Binghamton now with um, Peter Kramer. From a new group, reporters, believe it or not, some reporters with Gannett in New York State are banding together and forming a news guild. Why would journalists want to band together and try to form a union in 2021? We will talk about that with Peter Kramer and Pat Oler coming up on WNBF's Binghamton Now program. Also today on Binghamton Now, Jen Gregory with some important developments from the local business world in the southern tier. Broom, Tioga, and some of the surrounding counties, a new initiative designed to make business better and make things move forward. All that, plus your phone calls, coming up on WNBF's Binghamton Now program. So much to talk about. We could talk about your weekend, what you did, and what you couldn't do. Some people couldn't do a few things because of the weather, but... 
As Dan Rather would say, no, as Walter Cronkite would say, that's the way it is. The weather is the weather. You have to make adjustments. So stay tuned right after First News Binghamton. We'll have Binghamton now here on News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time, 6 BF News Time, 645. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. And the Rumble Ponies wrapped up their road trip with. A loss to the curve in Altoona. The final Sunday afternoon was the curve five and the Rumble Ponies won. So they'll take Monday off, as uh, all teams do in uh, this newly configured minor league setup for 2021. They take Mondays off. And then another six-game series, they'll start a home series hosting the Erie Seawolves tomorrow night at 6.35. The Mets had a win on the road in Pittsburgh. The Mets defeating the Pirates 7-6. Big win, big afternoon for the Yankees in the Bronx. And, of course, John Sterling got excited in the second inning. Here's the 0-2. Swung on and hit in the air to left and deep. That ball's high. It is far. It is gone. It's Glaber Day again. And like a good Glaber, Torres is there. Now he homers of Perez and the Yankees take a one nothing lead. Maybe, I know, maybe this is the beginning of Torres in the second half. Did he say Graber Day? Yes, he did. John Sterling on the fan. WFAN with the call is only JS can do it. By the way, the fan who hit Red Sox left fielder Alex Verdugo with a baseball thrown from the Yankee Stadium stands has been banned for life from any major league game. Red Sox manager Alex Cora briefly pulled his team off the field in the sixth inning Saturday night after Verdugo was struck in the back by a ball thrown from the left field stands. So the bottom line is don't throw stuff at baseball games or you're going to wind up banned for life. WNBF News Time 647. Asian shares and Dow futures falling. Wall Street now ahead. morning it's first news binghamton on a monday time for a business update from abc news wall street now asian shares falling across the board over rising covid 19 infections and wall street's first weekly loss last week following three weeks of gains dow futures dropping more than 100 points ohio's republican senator rob portman says strengthening irs enforcement is off the table to raise money for president biden's near trillion dollar infrastructure bill portman says the proposal was shelved because of pushback from other 
other Republicans opposed to expanding the reach of the IRS. A court in Japan has handed down prison terms for an American father and son accused of helping Nissan's former chairman, Carlos Ghosn, escape to Lebanon while awaiting trial. The father-son duo each getting about two years for helping Ghosn hide in a box and fly on a private jet for his 2018 escape. Ghosn is charged with financial misconduct crimes and says he's innocent. Zoom, the video conferencing giant, is expanding. It's agreed to a deal worth more than $14.5 billion to acquire 5.9, which provides software for cloud-based customer service call centers. Derek Dennis, ABC News. 649, this is First News Binghamton. Coming up in 30 seconds, Kim Commando. What is the White House doing monitoring social media? It's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Again, that exclusive link is ZipRecruiter.com slash free. How much? Free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. It's Monday morning. I'm Bob Joseph along with Kathy White. This is First News Binghamton. And let's get a tech update. What is going on at the White House? The admission from the White House that it's, quote, flagging, unquote, social media posts that it considers misinformation was downright frightening regardless of who is the president. I'm Kim Commando with more, brought to you by Superbeats. Support your heart health with delicious Superbeats chews. Buy two bags and get a third free at kimsbeats.com. That's kimsbeats.com. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said that the Biden administration is identifying what it calls problematic Facebook posts, and those posts censored as misinformation about COVID-19. Here's the problem. What could be, and often is someone's opinion, could be viewed by another person as misinformation if they don't agree with it. The First Amendment specifically prohibits government censorship of this type, regardless of the government office doing it, who's the president, and which political party is in power. Does anyone want the White House deciding what you can read and what you can post? Get more tech news 24-7 at commando.com. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Black Friday and July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business and be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today. If you haven't tried Superbeats Hard Chews, you're missing out. The grapeseed extract used in Superbeats Chews has been clinically shown to be two times as effective at supporting normal blood pressure as a healthy lifestyle alone. Just two a day is all you need. Do what I did and support your heart health with delicious Superbeats Chews. Get your Superbeats Chews today at Kim'sBeats.com. And when you buy two bags, they'll throw in the third bag for free. That's Kim'sBeats.com. Kim'sBeats.com. And Kim Commando brings us tech news every weekday morning on News Radio 1290 and First News Binghamton. Of course, uh, every day is busy here at WNBF with uh, latest news briefing, weekday mornings with First News Binghamton, and then Binghamton Now. Today is no exception. Binghamton Now today will be um, very interesting. Uh, interview with Peter Kramer and Patrick Oler from Gannett Newspapers. In fact, Patrick Oler used to work here uh, as a photographer, a photojournalist at the Press and Sun Bulletin in Binghamton. And now he's working at another post 
for Gannett. And journalists there have created the Hudson Valley News Guild. We'll find out about that coming up on our Binghamton Now program. Also, coming up, we'll have details about a new initiative with the Southern Tier 8 Regional Board. Jen Gregory will join us with uh, information on that. So plenty to talk about today, and as always, on Binghamton Now, we'll be taking your phone calls. Look forward to hearing from you today and every weekday on News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 655. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. And as we start a new work week, a few things to know about work zones. Broome County has highway work planned in various locations, including a milling project on West Shenango Road to be followed by paving. Patching is going to continue on Conklin Forks Road as well as Murphy Road. They'll be using a stone and oil chip seal Program for Beartown, Pierce Creek, and Tracy Creek Roads. Of course, storm and flash flood cleanup continuing all across Broome County. A lot of damage occurred last week with storms. Hopefully no additional damage this week, but the uh, cleanup and repair work will continue. Guide rail repairs will be uh, made across the Broome County roadway system. Brush and tree cutting will continue as well. Crews will be striping county and town roadways, and county mowing crews will be taking care of the right-of-way along the county roadway system. So it'll be a busy week. We thank the Broome County Public Works Department for providing all the latest information on the work that's planned this week. Of course, everything is weather permitting. If you see a work zone, slow down. Give them a break. At the moment, we don't see uh, any active incidents on the traffic board. Uh, no major crashes or unexpected delays across the Twin Tiers at this time. If anything crops up, we'll bring it to you right away. We want to keep you out of a jam on this Monday. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Some patchy fog around the area for another hour or so. Otherwise, should be a nice Monday. Mostly sunny. A few showers and thunderstorms possible this afternoon. High 82. Tonight, mainly clear. Scattered showers and thunderstorms. Again, patchy fog developing early tomorrow morning. Low 62. Mostly sunny tomorrow with a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 86. And the extended outlook Wednesday, partly sunny with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 77. Thursday, mostly sunny, high 78. Friday, mostly sunny with a chance of showers, high 77. And Saturday, the weekend will start with a mostly sunny day, high 79. Right now, in downtown Binghamton, it's 60 at News Radio 1290. Coming up. ABC News covers the world and the nation. And then Kathy White, live from the WNBF News Center with the local and regional report. I'm Bob Joseph. You're listening to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time. If you're listening to First News Binghamton on WNBF Binghamton. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. 
morning, losing a little bit of ground for temperatures, down to 60 now. Northwest wind at 6 miles an hour. The big issue this morning is the fog and mist. Visibility reduced to three miles at the airport in those valley areas, especially along the rivers, that could be even lower visibility. The patchy fog sticking around through about mid-morning. Otherwise, mostly sunny today, a high in the low 80s, just a 30% chance of some showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. Now, the Twin Tiers is starting the new week with another potential for flooding issues, even with the projected new rainfall amounts less than a tenth of an inch outside of thunderstorms. The National Weather Service in Big has scattered showers and thunderstorms are forecast for today with rain possible through early Wednesday. With soils still very wet from the recent bouts of rain, isolated flooding will be possible especially during the thunderstorms that are possible on Tuesday afternoon and evening. Locations that already experienced flooding in recent days will be more vulnerable to additional rainfall. Residents and businesses located near waterways should keep up on the current weather and water conditions and be prepared to take any necessary action. Residents who have storm drains near their homes or businesses should help prevent flooding in the poor drainage areas by cleaning debris from those drain grates. The Tioga County Sheriff's Office has announced on social media on social media that the vulnerable adult who had been missing for almost two weeks has been found deceased. The Saturday post on Facebook reads, Sandra Ledford, who was reported missing to the Tioga County Sheriff's Office, was found deceased in Johnson City by the Johnson City Police Department. The missing person investigation by the Tioga County Sheriff's Office Criminal Investigation Division did not indicate any criminal activity. The circumstances of the death are being investigated by the Johnson City Police Department. Sandra Ledford was last seen at her home in Candor on July 6th and was said to have no family in the area and did not have a cell phone with her. A few days later, the Sheriff's Office updated the information on the 66-year-old and said Ledford appeared to have a cast on her right leg and her left leg was prosthetic. She had been seen on store surveillance a few minutes after she had left her home at the Morabito Convenience Store and Gas Station on Route 96 in Owego. In their posting on social media, the Tioga County Sheriff's Office thanked the public and area police agencies for their assistance. Broome County officials say the Greater Binghamton Air Show program had to be cut short due to inclement weather. Greater Binghamton Airport Director Mark Hefner says the low cloud ceiling and low visibility yesterday prompted the decision to cancel the second day of the weekend event. In a statement released by the county, Hefner said that the people who purchased tickets for Sunday may obtain refunds. Those patrons should check the email address used to buy the tickets. More information is also being made available on the social media platforms for the Air Show and the Greater Binghamton Airport. WMBF News Time, 707. An Ithaca man is to appear in town of Lansing Court to answer charges filed after a motel room was trashed earlier this month. New York State Police say 29-year-old William McIntosh is charged with felony criminal mischief after a television, lamps, and other items were destroyed in a room at the O'Connell Lodge in Lansing. Troopers say the incident happened July 11th when McIntosh was staying at the motel. The Ithaca man was issued a ticket to appear in town of Lansing Court at a later date. Several revisions are now in place to New York State's voting rules. Governor Andrew Cuomo Friday signed a sweeping package of reforms that includes eliminating signed absentee ballot applications and changing the deadline to allow a request for an absentee ballot. 
Voters in New York now will be allowed to request absentee ballots through electronic means and by letter instead of by assigned absentee ballot application. The reforms also say federal write-in absentee ballots, military ballots, special presidential ballots, and special federal ballots that are received after Election Day must contain a postmark, cancellation mark, or witness that are dated Election Day or earlier. The package also allows candidates who have lost primaries to be taken off ballots under other parties. Requires boards of election to post information about changes in polling places on yellow paper at the old polling place on the day of the vote. And increases the number of people that are allowed to be registered at a certain location from 1,150 to 2,000. The old limit was based on how many votes the old lever-operated voting machines could handle. It's 7.09 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. News Time 710. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And a Monday morning starting off with no serious crashes, no reported delays to our traffic desk. Of course, we'll let you know if anything crops up. As soon as we learn of a traffic situation around the Twin Tiers, we will alert you. We'll keep you out of as many jams as possible today and all week with WNBF's First News Binghamton. The forecast from the National Weather Service, some patchy fog this morning. That should be gone after another hour or so. Then mostly sunny. Scattered showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. High 82. Mainly clear tonight with scattered showers and thunderstorms early. Then more patchy fog overnight. Low 62. Mostly sunny tomorrow with a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. High 86 for Wednesday. Partly sunny with a chance of showers and thunderstorms. High 77. Right now, it's 60 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 711 coming up. We'll check sports at 715. Business news at 718. It's all for you. On First News Binghamton, I'm Bob Joseph, along with Kathy White. This is where news breaks first. We're committed to bringing you all the latest news from around the Twin Tiers. Of course, if you have a news tip, let me know about it. Something going on in your neighborhood, something you see in Binghamton, Endicott, Johnson City, Vestal, Owego, Appalachian, Windsor, Whitney Point, anywhere. Send us a note. We'll try to check it out. Binghamton now at WNBF.com. WNBF News Time 7. WNBF News Time 715. Now. Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. On this Monday morning, we are able to report to you that the Rumble Ponies have wrapped up their road trip in Altoona. Fortunately, the final game was a loss to the curve. Ponies dropping the game to the curve Sunday, 5 to 1. Today, a day off. And then a homestand begins tomorrow with Binghamton hosting the Erie Seawolves. The game tomorrow night scheduled to start at 6.35. Mets last night beat Pittsburgh 7-6 on the road. And in the Bronx, the Yankees had uh, a big win against 
the Red Sox. By the way, the fan who hit Red Sox left fielder Alex Verdugo Saturday night with a baseball thrown from the Yankee Stadium stands has been banned for life from attending all Major League games. Red Sox manager Alex Cora briefly pulled his team off the field in the sixth inning after Verdugo was struck in the back by a ball thrown from the left field seats. U.S. tennis player Coco Goff won't get a chance to compete in the Tokyo Olympics. The 17-year-old Goff has tested positive for the coronavirus, forcing her out of the summer games. Goff revealed her positive test in a tweet on Sunday. She's number 25 in the WTA rankings and is coming off a fourth-round appearance at Wimbledon. Two South African soccer players have become the first athletes inside the Olympic Village to test positive for COVID. Organizers confirmed the positive test but only listed the two as non-Japanese. That's the latest in sports from News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 717, Business News. WNBF News Time 718. Now checking business news. Dow futures are off 365 points. NASDAQ futures down 52 points. Wall Street looks like it's going to have a rough day when the market's open in just over two hours. Looking around the world already, trade on this Monday, not very promising. Global shares fell across the board amid deepening pessimism over rising COVID infections. Oil prices dropped further after oil-producing nations agreed to raise production limits. That's actually potential good news for gas prices here in the U.S. They may not fall, but they may not be rising as fast as they have been. Benchmarks sank in Tokyo, Hong Kong, Sydney, Shanghai, and Seoul. While shares are sinking in early trading in Europe, experts have said Indonesia has become a new epicenter for the pandemic as outbreaks worsen across Southeast Asia and worries are growing after athletes and staff in Japan for the Tokyo Olympics have tested positive for the coronavirus. Many nations have been hit with the more rapidly transmitted Delta variant, so that'll be something will continue to watch throughout the week. A Republican senator who helped negotiate a nearly trillion-dollar bipartisan infrastructure bill says a proposal to strengthen IRS enforcement to raise money to help pay for the bill spending is officially off the table. Rob Portman of Ohio was on CNN. He said the proposal was shelved because of pushback from other Republicans who dislike the idea of expanding the reach of the IRS. And that's the latest in business news on this Monday morning, WNBF News Time, 720. Here are your political insights from ABC News. Republican-controlled state legislatures continue trying to enact voting restrictions despite zero evidence of widespread fraud that would have changed the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. Pennsylvania Republican State Senator David Argall. Our goal, and you've heard it in other states as well, is to make it easier to vote but harder to cheat. But voting rights activist Kendra Cochran calls it an obvious effort to target minorities who helped Democrats win Pennsylvania last year. I feel like this is a retaliation for us showing up last year. A federal judge on Friday ruled the DACA program protecting immigrants brought to this country illegally as children is itself illegal. 
A legislative effort to protect them rockets its way to the top of President Biden's already overcrowded agenda. The preferred solution for Democrats and Republicans has long been legislation, but it gets caught up over and over again in the complicated politics around immigration reform. ABC News political director Rick Klein. And those are your political insights. Richard Cantu, ABC News. 721, this is First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph, along with Kathy White. Kathy's next full news update. What's happening in your world coming up in less than nine minutes at 7.30 here on News Radio 1290 WNBF. On our Binghamton Now program, a couple of interviews scheduled that should be very interesting. Peter Kramer and Patrick Oler, they're um, journalists. They work for Gnap. In fact, Pat Oler had been uh, a photojournalist. He used to uh, shoot for Binghamton, Elmira, and Ithaca papers. I used to uh, see Mr. Oler around town on photo assignments. Now he's working at uh, another Gannett location in New York State. And coming up on Binghamton Now, we will talk with Pat Oler and Pete Kramer about the formation of the Hudson Valley News Guild. Journalists banding together to try to save local news. These are tough times in the local news business. You may have heard that before. Well, it's true. And they are uh, going to work together with their colleagues and try to uh, not only stabilize local journalism in New York State, but try to get it back on the right track. So that will be coming up on Binghamton Now. Also coming up... On Binghamton now, Jen Gregory, Executive Director of the Southern Tier 8 Regional Board, will talk about the Better Connection Program. All that, plus your phone calls and your emails today on Binghamton Now from News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 720. WNBF News Time 725. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. So far, so good. Starting off the Monday morning commute, and there are no reports of unexpected delays or serious crashes. Watch out for work zones being set up now in Broome, Tioga, and surrounding counties. If you see crews that are starting to um, get to work, they might be um, making some lane adjustments, putting signs in place, slow down. Remember the move over law. If you see work vehicles off to the side of the road, move over, give them space whenever possible. Slow down and really just pay attention. Don't be distracted going through work zones. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Some patchy fog on this Monday morning. That will give way to a mostly sunny day today. Some scattered showers and thunderstorms are possible this afternoon. Today's high, 82. Mostly clear tonight. Scattered showers and thunderstorms early. Low 62. Some patchy fog will again form overnight. The um, outlook for tomorrow, mostly sunny, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 86. And for Wednesday, partly sunny with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, 
high 77. Right now, a bit of patchy fog in Binghamton and 60 at News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 727. Three minutes away from the latest news in the WNBF News Center with This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 60 degrees at 7.30. Some fog and mist around the area for the early morning hours. Just a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. And a high in the upper 70s to around 80. Two South African soccer players have become the first athletes inside the Olympic Village to test positive for COVID-19. Other cases connected to the Tokyo Games were also confirmed yesterday to highlight the Herculean task organizers face keeping the virus contained while the world's biggest sports event plays out. An investigation by Global Media Consortium alleges that military-grade malware from Israel-based NSO Group is being used to spy on journalists, human rights activists, and political dissidents. NSO Group is the world's most infamous hacker-for-hire outfit. The consortium of 17 news organizations says it identified more than 1,000 individuals in 50 countries allegedly selected by NSO clients for potential surveillance. They include nearly 200 journalists. German Chancellor Angela Merkel describing the devastating floods in Western Europe as terrifying and linking them to climate change. With the death toll rising to at least 188 in Germany, German Chancellor Angela Merkel saying that Europe's largest economy must get better and faster in tackling the impact of climate change. This comes after record floods caused the country's worst natural disaster in six decades. Parts of Belgium were also affected. Inez de la Quatera, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. WMBF First News Time 7:32. A vulnerable Tioga County adult who had been missing for over a week has been found dead in neighboring Broome County. Sheriff's officials on social media thank the public for help in locating 66-year-old Sandra Ledford, whom authorities say was found dead at a location in Johnson City. Tioga County investigators say they did not find any indication of criminal activity, and the death is now being investigated by Johnson City Police. Ledford, who was last seen on surveillance video at a convenience store on Route 96 in Owego minutes after she had left her home in Cander July 6th had what appeared to be a cast on her right leg and her left leg had a prosthetic. Saturday, the sheriff's office posted on Facebook that the woman had been found deceased. There has been no statement from the Johnson City Police concerning the death. No injuries are reported after a two-alarm fire damaged a house in Endwell early Sunday morning. Broome County Emergency Services officials say firefighters were called to a home in the 200 block of Hastings Avenue. Shortly after 1.30 a.m. yesterday, firefighters were on the scene for close to three hours. The cause of that fire is under investigation. Officials this morning had no additional information concerning the extent of damage to the home. WMBF First News Time, 733. New York State's COVID-19 infection rate is now back over 1% on a rolling seven-day average. State officials reported yesterday 1,142 new infections and two deaths, and that the state's total COVID cases has now surpassed 2.1 million. This is the first time since the end of May that new infections in a daily report have exceeded 1,000. Current local numbers are harder to come by as most southern 
volunteer counties are only now providing updated numbers weekly, if at all, and on different days of the week. The local numbers reported by counties do not agree with the New York State dashboard due to different timetables and processes for reporting numbers. For the most part, new infections in southern tier counties have been coming in at under 10 a week. Death rates have remained steady. Much of the increase in new cases reported in New York State have been linked to the more highly contagious Delta variant in under-vaccinated areas. WMBF First News Time, 734. It's been 25 years since a 12-year-old Binghamton girl and her mother lost their lives when a Boeing 747 jet exploded and plunged into the Atlantic Ocean. Anna Duarte Coiner and Constant Coiner were among the 230 people who died when TWA Flight 800 to Paris crashed off Long Island on July 17, 1996. Anna and her mother lived on Binghamton's west side. The 48-year-old Coiner was an associate professor of English at Binghamton University. Her daughter was preparing to enter the 8th grade at West Middle School. She was a reporter for WBNG-TV's Action News for Kids. They were heading to France for a planned two-week vacation. The plane they and 228 others were on went down minutes after taking off from JFK Airport. An investigation by the National Transportation Safety Board concluded the crash was called by a fuel tank explosion. It's 735 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. News Radio 1290 WMBF. 737 WMBF. We are live. We are local. We or WNBF.com and News Radio 1290. Whether you listen to us on the WNBF app, whether you listen to us streaming on your computer, whether it's a desktop or a laptop, you could listen on your iPad, you could listen on your phone. And you could, of course, listen on your radio. AM 1290 amplitude modulation could be the car radio, the kitchen radio, all platforms. They all work. Bottom line is you hear what's going on from around the Twin Tiers with the most experienced news team in town. Let's face it. Nobody has more experience reporting the news than WNBF. That's why. WNBF is where news breaks first. Coming up shortly, we'll have Binghamton now. Should be an interesting day. Talking about the Hudson Valley News Guild with Pete Kramer and Pat Oler, and also a Better Connection program with Jen Gregory from the Southern Tier 8 Regional Board. And your phone calls. We've got you covered. I'm Bob Joseph. It's Monday morning. WNBF News Time, 730. News Time, 740. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Quiet morning so far on the highways and byways around the Twin Tiers. That's a good start to the week. Let's see if we can keep this record up. Few crashes, few delays. Everyone goes home happy. We will keep you posted, of course. That's what we do. If there is traffic trouble, a big crash, a serious delay around Broome or Tioga counties, or the entire Twin Tiers region, we'll let you know. 
on WNBF. Here's the forecast from the National Weather Service. Still some patchy, dense fog in parts of the region, but that'll give way to a mostly sunny day today. A few scattered showers and thunderstorms are possible this afternoon. High 82. Rainfall today, less than a tenth of an inch, except higher amounts possible in thunderstorms. Tonight, mainly clear with scattered showers and thunderstorms early, low 62. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms. In the afternoon, high 86. Then the extended outlook. Wednesday, partly sunny. Showers and thunderstorms, 77. Thursday, mostly sunny, 78. Friday, mostly sunny with a chance of showers, 77. And the weekend starts with a mostly sunny Saturday, 79. Right now, it's 60 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. I'm Bob Joseph with Kathy White. This is First News Binghamton. Wake up with us every morning. We'll let you know what happened while you were sleeping and what you need to know to get your day started. First News Binghamton. WNBF News Time, 742. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays noon to 3 on News Radio 1290 WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, at being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays noon to 3 on News Radio 1290 WNBF. WNBF News Time, 745. Now, Bob Joseph with Sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And let's start off with the Rumble Ponies. Rumble Ponies wrapped up their road trip in uh, Altoona with a loss, unfortunately. They lost uh, games both uh, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday's game was 9-2, to two, and Sunday's game was a 5-1 to one defeat at the hands of the curve. Interestingly, the uh, Rumble Ponies did win a couple of games in a row while they were in Altoona. They had wins on Thursday and Friday. So they'll take a day off today. Rest up, relax, regroup, and get set for a home series. So if you've been missing baseball in Binghamton, get set for baseball. Six big games at the stadium starting tomorrow night as Binghamton will host the Erie Seawolves. Tomorrow night's game starts at 6.35. So we wish the Rumble Ponies well. And hopefully we'll have some decent weather for uh, the games Tuesday through Sunday. We have a promotion coming up on Sunday, Christmas in July. Hmm. Hmm. Candy canes at the ballpark? Say it ain't so, Joe. You never know. 
Now, elsewhere in sports, Mets had a win in Pittsburgh, 7-6. to Yankees had a big game in the Bronx against the Red Sox. And, of course, John Sterling got excited uh, many times during the game. It turned out to be a big win for the Yankees over Boston. Listen to what happened in the bottom of the fifth. And here's the 3-2. Swung on a high fly that gets a run into center. Duran to make the catch. He's got to throw toward third, which he does. Scoring is Odor. Boy, that Greg Allen. Give him a big fat pat on the back. He is doing great things for the Yanks. A sack fly and RBI. The Yankees have a 3-0 lead. Well, there you go. Good work. And that was John Sterling on... 66, the fan, WFAN. And let's see, elsewhere in sports, U.S. tennis player Coco Goff won't get a chance to compete in the Tokyo Olympics. The 17 year old Goff is tested positive for the coronavirus, forcing her out of the summer games. She revealed her positive test in a tweet on Sunday. Coco Goff is number 25 in the WTA rankings and is coming off a fourth round appearance at Wimbledon. So COVID, a big concern now with the uh, Olympics in Tokyo. That's the latest in sports from News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time, 748. From ABC News, Wall Street Now, Asian shares falling across the board over rising COVID-19 infections and Wall Street's first weekly loss last week following three weeks of gains. Dow futures dropping more than 100 points. Ohio's Republican Senator Rob Portman says strengthening IRS enforcement is off the table to raise money for President Biden's near-trillion-dollar infrastructure bill. Portman says the proposal was shelved because of pushback from other Republicans opposed to expanding the reach of the IRS. A court in Japan has handed down prison terms for an American father and son accused of helping Nissan's former chairman, Carlos Ghosn, escape to Lebanon while awaiting trial. The father-son duo each getting about two years for helping Ghosn hide in a box and fly on a private jet for his 2018 escape. Ghosn is charged with financial misconduct crimes and says he's innocent. Zoom, the video conferencing giant, is expanding. It's agreed to a deal worth more than $14.5 billion to acquire five which provides software for cloud-based customer service call centers. Derek Dennis, ABC News. And, of course, we have business updates throughout the day here on News Radio 1290, WNBF Business Bulletins, of course, because you never know. The way things are shaping up now, we'll just say it'll be an inauspicious start to the week for um, stocks around the... um, World uh, trading in Asia and Europe hasn't looked very good, and uh, the Dow futures here in the U.S. down 435 points. The Nasdaq futures down 129. S&P futures down 46. So the bottom line is it's not looking very promising <laughs> at all when it comes to uh, the start of trading this week. Of course. The uh, market's open in the United States in just over an hour and a half at 9.30. WNBF News Time, 7.50. And coming up, we'll get the view from the White House. Yes, it'll be time for a focus on the White House. What is 
going on. We'll hear from Richard Cantu in just a moment on First News Binghamton. If you own a small business, you know how hard it can be to find new customers. But now, Town Square has new tools that can help your business stand out and grow. Go to GetLocalCustomersNow.com for a free local market competitive analysis that will show you what other businesses in town are doing to find new customers and how you can do it, too, with Town Square. Plus, be one of the first business owners to sign up with Town Square and receive $500 in free advertising on this radio station. Start growing your business today. Visit GetLocalCustomersNow.com. GetLocalCustomersNow.com. It's Monday morning. I'm Bob Joseph on First News Binghamton. Let's see what's going on at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Focus on the White House. President Biden today makes his latest push for his infrastructure priorities. Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer has set a test vote for Wednesday on a bipartisan $1.2 trillion package that hasn't quite materialized yet. Ohio Republican Rob Portman. Chuck Schumer, with all due respect, is not writing the bill, nor is Mitch McConnell, by the way. Uh, so that, that's why we shouldn't have an arbitrary deadline of Wednesday. We should bring the legislation forward when it's ready. The negotiators figuring out how to pay for it. After Republicans complained, the proposal to toughen enforcement of tax laws to bring in the money was dropped. There are other ways to do this. Uh, there's legislation, uh, one called the Medicare rebate rule, that provides significant revenue. I've been on the phone a lot with the Congressional Budget Office and with the Joint Committee on Taxation over the weekend, and we, we, we have a number of pay-fors. Senator on ABC's This Week broadcast. The president welcomes the Jordanian royal family to the White House today, taking a meeting with King Abdullah II. Richard Cantu, ABC News. The Don Giovanni Show. Hello, friends. I'm back. Back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9. With Frank Sinatra, Old Blue Eyes is back. With me, Old Brown Eyes. And Sundays from noon to 3. That's right, an Italian house party get-together right here where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF. One of the finest community events and one that everyone looks forward to, Hometown Days in Susquehanna, Pennsylvania. The community comes together for this four-day celebration and fundraiser Wednesday, July 21st through Saturday, July 24th in downtown Susquehanna on Erie Boulevard. Amusement rides, great food, vendor stands, the huge parade, the 5K run and walk, and the top off the celebration, fireworks at dusk on Saturday. Just as Bill Flynn, join me on Thursday at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Hometown Days in Susquehanna, Pennsylvania. This ad is funded in part by Susquehanna County Room Tax Fund and the Endless Mountain Visitors Bureau. Well, if you're like most local businesses, your biggest challenge has been finding people to hire. And that's why we're holding a live in-person job fair on August 18th at the Oakdale Mall. It's time to put Binghamton back to work. Our five local radio stations reach over 150,000 people, along with another 95,000 people on Facebook, giving you an unmatched ability to put your career opportunities in front of people who are ready to work. The deadline is Wednesday, August 11th, so call Bart Media Town Square Media Binghamton at 772-8400, extension 20. And let the Twin Tiers know you're hiring.
WNBF News Time, 7.55. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And checking out the road report, the traffic desk has been quiet so far on this Monday morning, and so that's good news. Of course, if we learn of any major problems, crashes, or other issues, we will let you know about it on News Radio 1290. Our forecasts from the National Weather Service, some patchy fog still lingering in parts of the Twin Tiers, but it will become a mostly sunny day today. Isolated showers possible early in the afternoon, and some scattered showers and thunderstorms later in the day. High today, 82 Night mainly clear, scattered showers and thunderstorms early, patchy fog developing again overnight, low 62. Mostly sunny tomorrow with a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 86. And for Wednesday, partly sunny with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, the high 77. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 60. At News Radio 1290, WNBF, WNBF.com. Forecasters are advising that there could be some issues this week, even though this week appears to be much quieter than last week in terms of the weather. There still is a potential for flooding in some parts of the Twin Tiers. Scattered showers and thunderstorms are in the forecast for late tomorrow afternoon into tomorrow night and early Wednesday with the soil still very wet from recent bouts of rain. Isolated flooding will be possible. Locations that already experienced flooding in recent days will be more vulnerable to additional rainfall. So be alert, pay attention. Weather conditions, of course, can change quickly and you need to uh, really be aware of your situation if you're out driving or out camping or whatever hiking pay attention to the forecast don't think well it looks sunny and beautiful right now so what could possibly go wrong well (laughs) sometimes in 10 minutes almost in the blink of an eye everything could potentially go wrong So that's the bottom line. Pay close attention to changing weather conditions, and not just during the summer, but no matter what the season. You need to really pay attention to what's going on. And, of course, here at News Radio 1290, we do our best to keep you fully informed about what is going on with the weather. If there are watches, if there are warnings, you'll hear about them right here on News Radio 1290, WNBF. 758 coming up. ABC News. We'll cover the nation and the world at 8 o'clock. Then we go live to the WNBF News Center with Kathy White with the local and regional update, including the latest details about a Tioga County woman who was missing and has been found dead. All that and more right here on WNBF. This is WNBF Binghamton, WNBF.